Welcome to the CBS Eye on Money podcast. It is Tuesday, August 3rd, and I'm Jill Schlesinger. I keep saying that, Mark, because I feel like people may not know who I am, uh, but maybe you do. Anyway, uh, when I say Mark, I'm talking about Mark Talercio, the best executive producer in the world. And we are on a journey to help you take control of your financial lives. And we do that by answering your questions. You can send us an email, askjill at jillonmoney.com, askjill at jillonmoney.com. Or if you're on our website, if you're on the Jill on Money website, all you need to do is hit the contact button. Let us know if you would like to join us on the air because Mark arranges for all of it. He's quite brilliant with it. The technology is fantastic and we'd love to hear your voices. So uh, we are going to talk to Sally from the Pacific Northwest. We're talking whole life insurance after this. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Okay, we're back. And so often we get questions about people who are being pitched certain products. Uh, And it's very hard because you're not studying up on these things. And when some salesperson gives you a, a, a great line, they're good at what they do and it sounds compelling. But the world of insurance is quite complicated, as you are about to hear, and we want to make it a little less complicated. So let's talk to Sally. She's on the line from the Pacific Northwest. Hello, Sally. What can we do for you? Hi. Yeah. So I was approached by a quote unquote financial advisor who was also certified because I checked on the broker check.finra and he seemed okay. His credentials were fine. So I thought, okay, this is pretty low risk. And he approached me wanting to give me some sort of whole life insurance policy. And I've read a couple of books before and I've seen some of your podcasts and they always talk about how whole life insurance is not like a good deal. But he made it sound like really convincing. It's like a long-term savings account. And I thought there was like no risk to this, but my gut says otherwise. Mm. Um, So I just wanted to just get like some clarification on this before I move forward with this whole life insurance policy. Okay, Sally, first of all, how old are you? Uh, I'm 23. 23? Are you single? Are you partnered? I'm single in the legal sense, but I do have a partner. Okay, single in the legals, but you have a partner. And does your partner rely on your income to kind of create a lifestyle for yourselves? No. Okay, so tell us a little bit about how much money do you make and what's going on in your financial life. So let's start with that, salary. Um, so my base salary is 115k, mm-hmm. um, and that's before like stocks and bonuses and stuff I get from my company. Um, I'm still living at home with my parents and they don't require rent for me. So I'm just kind of stockpiling all that money, investing it. Oh, that's Um, awesome. Yeah. So I'm maxing out 401k and I'm waiting till like I get my tax returns to like max out my Roth IRA just in case I need to, just in case I can't contribute the full amount. 
but that's kind of where I am right now. Okay. What's the game plan in terms of like moving out? What do you think? Um, so I definitely want to live in my area for a long, long time. So I was thinking of maybe saving for a down payment. I know how you feel about buying versus renting, but um, I really want to live in this area and I can see myself living here until I retire. So I really want to save up for a down payment for a house. So uh, my parents are letting me stay at the house until I can save up for that, which I anticipate is like a few years, maybe more. But what? Wait, what if the partner's like, come on, shack up with me? You don't want to do that or what? Oh, no. So he's also still living with his parents doing the same thing. Oh, my God. You guys have it going on. This is kind of great. Um, yeah. So let's talk about the money you've saved so far. So emergency reserve slash house down payment fund. How much is in there? Um, so I just started. So my house down payment fund is around $5,000. I anticipate using some of that, my stock bonuses for that. So I'm at like 25000 ish right now. Mm-hmm. Um, emergency fund, I have around $20,000 in a high yield savings account that I can easily pull Great. to my checking. And you said you're putting 19500 into the 401k, right? Mm-hmm. Because I guess the bonus could throw you into a problem with the Roth, right? Because it's a for 2021, everyone listening, you can use a Roth IRA if you're single, if you make less than $125,000. But it sounds like your bonus is going to put you above 125. So you get some sort of phase out. Uh, You're completely phased out over 140,000. Do you think that the bonus could be take you out of that, you know, over 140 total? Um, I don't think it'll take me over 140, definitely over 125, though. Okay, so you won't be able to put this full 6,000 into the Roth, right? Mm-hmm, but you'll right. be do something. That's great. And so whatever else, you'll just keep socking away. So that's fantastic. Okay, so any debt that's um, outstanding? I presume not because you're saving so much. Oh, I have student loan debts that I'm also putting like a lot of money towards, but I'm putting it into a high-yield savings account uh, until uh- the forbearance period is over. Okay, how much is the outstanding student loan debt? Um, like nineteen thousand. Oh, you're gonna bang that out in two seconds. That's yeah. great. Can you do me a favor though? Yeah, I'm thinking that maybe the bonus for this year should go to just pay down the student loan debt because the clock's gonna start ticking again in September. So I think that as soon as you start seeing the interest pop up, I want that debt gone. Just gone okay. in one fell swoop. So that's number one. Okay? okay. And then going forward, I'm on I'm on board with your game plan though. Absolutely. I just don't want you to pay one, even like a fraction of a percent in interest if you don't have to. And given the forbearance, you'll be able to just knock this out and that'll be done. Mm -hmm. Great. Done. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. How did you get hooked up with this? person who calls him or herself a financial advisor? Um, It was through a colleague. So um, in Washington state where I live, there's this new long-term care tax that they're enacting. Yeah. So I wanted to really get out of that. And so I was talking around and not a lot of long-term care policies um, are applicable to people under 25. 
So mm-hmm. I was asking around and this colleague suggested this this financial advisor for me who yeah. he's also bought whole life insurance policy, this whole life insurance policy from. Mm-hmm. And so I went and talked to him and and it seems like he was really trustworthy according to my colleague because, you know, I work with him. So obviously I'm going to trust him. Sure. And that's how that's how I came across this guy. All right. So long story short, let me just start with this. The whole reason to buy insurance is if somebody else is going to suffer financially if you were to die. Okay. That's the whole premise of life insurance. And it's a great idea, right? I can pay this company and transfer the risk to that company if I die before I have enough money saved to take care of the person who's relying on me. And it's usually a spouse or kids. Maybe it's a parent, you know, if you're, if your parents were, were needing of help and you're, you know, later in life, right? That's the whole premise of life insurance. Now, you have no life insurance need at all. Zero. So now what we're talking about is why am I buying this? Well, it sounds like you're buying this to try to get out of this very strange long-term care tax that Washington state has imposed. And in my mind, that is a very bad reason for you to buy an expensive product like whole life. So the idea behind whole life insurance and even all of the all the bells and whistles that come with it, including the long-term care aspect is the insurance company, you give them money in terms of a premium. This insurance stays in force for your entire life. And that's why it's called whole life, your whole life. And permanent insurance, because it's covering you for your whole life, tends to be really expensive. Now, the upside for you is that when you use whole life, a portion of your premium goes to pay for the life insurance and a portion goes, then sort of goes into this account that is a fixed account, essentially. Over the long term, that fixed account will grow. However, the cost of this policy is so disproportionately tilted to the insurance company for the next 20 years that it's a really bad bad idea for you. I think no insurance. And in fact, until you and your partner are kind of linking your lives financially, whether you get married or not, just, you know, maybe you're both taking on this joint obligation of a house or whatever it is you do, you have no reason to buy life insurance. So what is the long-term care tax that you would have to pay in this situation? Um, So I did the math and it looks like it's around like 500 $600 $600 per year, or was it 700 It was something between five and 700 And the reason why you would not want to pay that is, tell me why. Because it is, you would be entitled, but you're probably going to get phased out of it in the future. Is that the idea? Kind of, but also because I just started my career and I'm already like, you know, making the low six figures. I only anticipate that going up. The more, you know, I make, the more I would have to pay that. I'm just looking at this. I'm looking at the Washington state that some of the information that has come out. So it's a, a zero point wages. It's not a tax. You can opt out. Okay, here's it. You have, to, you have to opt out if you purchase this before November of 2021. I don't think you should opt out of this. I really don't. I don't think you need to. I really don't think you need to. And I have to say, as far as I'm concerned, I'm not sure what Washington State was intending to do, but this seems like a complete cluster blank because it is causing people to now go in droves to these products that are really way more expensive than what they would have to be doing. So I'm not 
quite sure why they are doing this, but there's a distortion in this and it gives uh, insurer, insurance agents this ability to kind of prey on someone like you. And I don't think it's a good idea. So here's what I think. I think you're in great shape. I think your instincts are right. Always listen to the butterflies in your tummy about whether something feels right or wrong. Um, I would avoid this insurance and I would keep on with your game plan. I really think it's it makes sense to me. All right. Any other questions? Everything else is cool. Yeah. Oh, I have one caveat, though. So my employer is offering us a long term care policy for three hundred dollars a year, which I think I might take. Do it. Do it. That's the way to do it. That's the way that's you've now figured out the best next option. So much better. Take it, get it. And I think that's great. Even though you're really young, since you're going to have to pay this tax anyway, you can use this as your opt out. Perfect. All right, cool. Well, thanks so much, Jill and Mark. If you've got a question about life insurance or anything else in your financial life, shoot us a note. Our email address is askjill at jillonmoney.com. Askjill at jillonmoney.com. You can follow the Eye on Money podcast on Apple or wherever else you get your podcast. And if you want to learn more about us, head over to our website, jillonmoney.com. We like to remind you that despite the fact we talk about money on this show, we really encourage you to do good things for others. So try to lift someone up today. Our mantra here at the program, curiosity, compassion, community. We'll talk to you on Thursday. If you like Money Watch, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Get one of the most successful broadcasts in television history on your schedule with the 60 Minutes podcast. Hard-hitting investigative reports, news and culture maker interviews and in-depth profiles are waiting for you in every episode. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus. Survivor's back and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist, a new co-host, the winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares. Hi! Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.